0: It's like they create this pit of despair to put you into after they've given you all this fucking moderate challenge. And I don't understand why. Maybe,
1: maybe they didn't balance their own game. Right. I mean, no, it's not. No, it can't. Felix, just listen to what you're saying, dude. They didn't balance their game incorrectly. There's no way that they did that. There's no way they shipped this. And they were like, we just didn't care. We're like, <laughs> like who cares? It's really hard. Now we're not going to provide a way at this. There's never, that's never the thought process. Man, you're just more of an optimist than me.
2: So here's Mm -hmm. the thing. I agree with Trevor. I don't think there's ever an instance where they don't care. At the same time, I do think there's a there's a wide line between I don't care and I wanna make something that is that has one specific way to beat it.
0: Welcome, everybody, to episode 255 of the Emergent Gamer Podcast. My name is Felix Hergood, and I'm here doing a show with two others. Who's our guest? It's Diamond Jab. What's Di- going on, everybody? It's Diamond Jab. And then who else?
1: Who's here? It's Trip Zero. What's up, everybody? Trip Zero. What's up, bud? That was incredible, Felix. Good Holy job. Dude. That was Take Two, by the way. You guys don't know that if you're listening at home, but this is Take Two. We oh, had dude. a little bit of a... No, I'll oh, put it, man, at the, I'll put the nice. take at the fucking, uh, you can catch it at the end. You'll hear the original. Oh, a little, little I like it. I that, like it. that yes. right at the end. <laughs> amazing. Diamond, uh, it's great to have you here, bud. Great to have you here on the show again. You guys know Diamond Jab out there listening. Thank you for having me, as always. I appreciate it. Always. You're a great voice for gaming, and uh, we got a big show about gaming tonight with the PlayStation 5 news. So Yeah. The chats a lot of things oh um i'm gonna rip off some quick uh, uh housekeeping Yeah, I do, the house- do the housekeeping yeah <laughs> housekeeping guys we're on youtube uh please give us a follow on youtube we're trying to get to 100 followers so we can make ourselves a cool nice succinct little link to make it easier to find us for now just search emerging gamer on youtube uh all of our show recaps are there we have breakouts of the shows we have special events like the uh, emerging gamer um uh, smash league it, there's a ton of stuff you know to check out on youtube and more is coming in the future so please subscribe to us there. And also subscribe to us on uh, Apple Podcast, Spotify. That's it. Are we on Stitcher, Felix? Just that. It on, are we on what? Stitcher. I was going to say no. Not Stitcher. Nope. Fuck you, Felix, in Stitcher. Um, and then like us, rate us, and then give us a uh, review. I think the, that's it. So, I think <laughs> most
2: I, intro.
0: I think the last <laughs> episode we posted on <laughs> the last episode we posted on Stitcher is thirteen. Oh wow! Wow, they're not okay.
1: here they're not they're Hello not the here. I didn't even hear that so well, it's fine
2: they're not even yeah not
0: even yeah. around and spotify still has that fucking weird glitch where it's there's two emergent gamers
1: oh d- really because i was actually sending some links out to people on the internet
0: previously you, this week if you were sending out links to an accurate numbered episode like one you know 253 or whatever yeah that's i ac- was
1: able to find it there with an accurate episode count you
0: okay the accurate episode count emergent gamer on there is the right one you know Good, you found cool. um awesome. but but there's one still lurking out there that where the episodes aren't even in the two so, hundreds. Weird, yeah, because it was when we were associated with the um, um
1: was that OG podcast is that when, one of their when things? we were
0: associated with OG podcast.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: um That's they had created a link and they had their own thing, and it just it created this weird dupe. it's Still there though, I don't know how to get rid of it either. Weird. Because they don't even exist really as an organization anymore. So.
1: <laughs> what do you, you fucking do? It's just stuck. It's whatever. Anyway, let's, uh, let's do what we always do. Let's catch up with ourselves or our week. Um, let's start with you, Diamond. How was yeah, your week? Yeah. How was your week in gaming? What were you playing? What did you get into? Sure. Uh,
2: so for myself, uh, I have gotten into the habit of trying to limit my, my service games heavily. Uh, I've been in a really interesting headspace with you're where I am in, in, in particular. Well, yeah, on on top of that, I'm in this weird kind of headspace with destiny. I had a conversation with Andy who's one of our one of the subs uh, uh, for the channel. And, and I was essentially saying that I feel like for years I've been looking for a potential off ramp to kind of go, OK, my time with destiny was amazing. I'm going to kind of move this way. The problem is everything in Beyond Light looks so good mm-hmm. that if I don't take this off ramp, I'm I'm in for like the next like four years. So I've been having a really interesting conversation about that, but it's led me to to focus on pretty much one game at a time, like per week. Um, that's good because I think launches good. have kind of been all over the place. Uh, if you look at like the launch schedule, where are you gonna say, Trip?
1: No, I'm saying it's good. I think it's good to focus on one game and really kind of hone in, especially if you're working through a backlog or trying to find something out of your norm, out of your routine, you know, because you really kind of grasp what you like about it. And then when you move on, you either know for sure if you love it and you're going to come back to it and spend time with it or if you're ready for the next yeah. thing.
2: And part of it is beneficial because I've been using it as my uh, as the the tool for my reviews, the, the gaming release schedule is all over the place because of COVID-19. And so companies are just releasing games at random times in the year just to get them out there. And so this week, I've been playing Disintegration. Uh, Disintegration is a um, first uh, pseudo first-person shooter real-time strategy game from V1 Interactive. Uh, V1 Interactive uh, is headed up by uh, Marcus Leto, who, for people who don't know, he's the co-creator of the original Halo. Um, so this is like his dev team. Uh and they are published by Private Division. For people who don't know Private Division, they published uh Outer Worlds this past
1: Oh wow. Year. Okay.
2: Yeah. So it, a lot of big names kind of in the organization um have been waiting for this game. And I saw it at PAX East recently, uh, to see kind of what was coming out there. And it's it's an interesting experience. I'll get into in another trip. What were
1: you gonna say? Oh my, you saw my
2: finger? Yeah, up. yeah, your finger up. <laughs>
1: You said uh, Leto, and I just was asking if he was right, I said Jared Leto at all, but that's not important at all to the conversation. No, there's a,
2: there's a rant. It's like a L-E-H. Got okay, different it. Leto. I, I want to say Letho all the time, but that's not it. Got it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's this first-person shooter kind of mixture of a real-time strategy. When I originally went in, I was expecting Halo. For lack of a better way of putting it. Sure. Uh, but instead, you uh, you play a main character in the campaign by the name of Romer Scholl, who's essentially a grab cycle racer. And in this world, humans at one point or another were given the option to take their consciousness, their brain, and implant it into a mechanical body. Um, and that became an option for uh, people who lived in high society, who had the money to do so. But out of kind of the depths of society, there was a, a, a group uh, kind of like a, um, not a terrorist group, but like just the villain for lack of a better way of putting it. And they were forcing it on civilians.
1: Oh, so there were people
2: who lived normal lives who didn't ask for this. And then all of a sudden they became that. Um And so, uh, the game plays uh, very fluidly. It's still in first person, but a grab cycle is kind of like a ship, for lack of a better way of putting it. It hovers above the ground. You can control its elevation. Um, You have your your shooting mechanics with different grab cycles that have different weapons. Uh, You have different abilities, but the real-time strategy comes in because you are hovering over a team of four. And those NPCs have their own abilities that you can dictate what they do at any given point. So while I am uh putting down cover fire on an enemy, I can tell one person to put out a, a gravity field that slows everything down, and another person to send mortar fire in. So I can do all of that on the fly and kind of dictate and control the tempo of certain fights, which in the campaign plays out really well. Full fledged cutscenes, like it it really is a strong campaign showing which I expected from this team. They did Halo. A lot of the, the storytelling that people like uh, in terms of strong storytelling has come from come from Halo. Sure. Um, and they have the multiplayer element, which, surprisingly enough, nothing is taken away. It's the same experience in multiplayer. The only difference is... Rather than allowing people to choose loadouts, they essentially choose the faction they want to represent. So different factions have different loadouts and different weapons and characters that they bring into the fire team that goes in. Right. So it might be a four v four team deathmatch or control in, in in this instance, and I still go in with a fire team of three that have their abilities that I can choose what to do while I'm fighting someone else on their grab cycle which actually creates a, a bit of pandemonium on the field like there's a lot of uh there's a lot of things happening in a, in a short period of time and once you start to get into a flow of learning how the game plays that's really where it gets to be a lot of fun so you i've been playing
0: cycle is this a driving game
2: no no it's it think think a first person shooter but rather than you walking you're on some type of vehicle that hovers around and you can
1: kind of control the elevation and move in a 3d oh, space the way you're describing. It kind of sounds like, well, like the skiffs from like return of the Jedi a little bit kind of sort of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, only
2: you can get a little higher than that. You can get a little yeah. higher in can terms you, of like, can you get out of them? No, no, okay. no. In the combat, you're in this vehicle and then you dictate what NPCs can do. So it's kind of like combat. a mech. Uh, yeah. Kind of like a mech without the walking, no walking Yeah, <laughs> and arms, arms, and, and, a arms. <laughs> and a body, you know, but, um, but it's, it's the game that I'm going to be reviewing, uh, this week. So I've, I've been simmering in the back of my brain, how I kind of build this. Cause it's a very unique experience, but, um, uh, but I, I have my opinions on it. I don't want to. I don't want to go to yeah, spoil your own content for the end of the week. Yeah, um, But no, it's, it's definitely an interesting experience that I have. I've been able to pinpoint certain things about it that I really, really love. Uh, and then some other things. So when uh, when will that episode be released? Uh, that'll go up on YouTube on Friday. Your YouTube uh, channel? Yeah, my YouTube channel. Uh, that'll go up on Friday, which is. Uh, just have I don't I don't have enough subs for the for the for the link, but you could search uh, at Diamond Jab. Right, right. Search Diamond Jab YouTube. Got it. Diamond Jab YouTube. Um, and then of course I've been I've been playing Destiny, like most of us in in this clan have, <laughs> I guess chosen not to do depending on where you fall on depending on the
1: line you. of of what you can what you and what I, you haven't. Done. Can I ask you a question? Because we've yes. uh, been an interesting week. The first week of the new season. Did you do any of that AFK farming? I did
2: not. No. No, I played. I played. <laughs> I did I, I did none of the AFK
1: farming. <laughs> I, I uh, uh Huh? I definitely did. I did. Yeah. I did the day yeah, the I last day before they did the server side change, to kick back to
2: orbit and like not I didn't be all the even do I didn't even do AFK farming when the when the forge did it the first time. Like if you remember, I think it was like during right, the first yeah. Season.
1: Yeah, do. I didn't. I didn't farm then. But um, how do you do AFK
2: farming? So you could essentially set up the game where where you would just leave your character in an activity, and the game would continue to place them in that activity. And once the activity was completed, whether you won or lost is irrelevant. You would get a reward for it.
1: So you yeah, would just for some, some reason this season, this yeah. For, sorry to cut you off Diamond. I'll I'll, yeah. I'll lean in a little bit more. Some reason this season. The, the Forges, which were an activity that were released in, what was that, December of 2018 was that season? Mm-hmm. The Black Armor? Yeah. For some reason, the Forge activity now rewards the new engrams from this season on an almost like, 50% basis at least. Like, you will always either get one or get one the next round that you do. And what you do is you put on gear that puts you below power level 750. So you're not matching with people that actually want to do these or need to do these Forges for quests. You're only matching people that are, in, that are intentionally going in there to stand there and let the event fail. Because if you, don't kill, <laughs> if you don't kill enough enemies, Like there are certain enemies you kill to make the timer go up. If you don't kill them, the event fails in 40 seconds, which is less than the AFK timer for the game. So the event auto-fails, you get rewards, it puts you back into the queue, you launch it again, get rewards, repeat. And you can just leave this running all night. And barring like a connection error, you don't you have wake to, up. You don't have
0: to hit anything to launch it.
1: Not, not originally. They made a change literally two days ago yeah. on the server side where you now have to manually requeue. And <laughs> someone came out with a macro that can fix that, of course. So if you really want to still do it, you can, you got to work a <laughs> little bit harder, but, <laughs> but it just, it illustrates the ultimate problem that destiny still has is that people don't want to play the shit. Uh, that's repetitive and boring and the same thing to get their power level up to do the new shit that's cool. Goes back and to then, our
0: original emerging yeah. gamer conversation about the difference between the word cheating yeah. and cheesing.
2: Right. Yeah that'll just we don't to go just, deep into it's the, just a couple the, letters. Yeah. I mean I've looked at it like this. I, I've I have reached a point in my my gaming career where I I cannot for the life of me look for an excuse to not play a game. I will just not play it.
0: Right, right, right. I'm the same way. Sure.
2: It was, I would, I would much rather be honest in my relationship with, with destiny than like do an AFK thing. Either I'm going to play it and just kind of live with where it's at until it gets better. or I'm just not going to play, which is what I did last season where I was just saying, like, I don't really care about the savior title and season of the worthy. So I'm just going to come back at the end and, and do whatever I want to do. Um, but yeah, it's an interesting dynamic because there are people that, that want to run it, which they're more than welcome to do so. There are people that don't want to run it, which they're more than welcome to do so. But it's indicative of a larger problem that Bungie has, which is that they've not figured out how to create a content-driven MMO versus a, a mecha- like mechanically-driven MMO. Right. So they're they're forcing people into these lanes of just... System on top of system on top of system on top of system on top of like uh, someone brought up recently, which I didn't even think about. They were like, "Yeah, you know, uh, one of the, one of the benefits of going into uh, uh, getting season of the worthy armors for the 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 warmind um, mods." And I was like, "Why? Why? Why would I do the warmind mods? Not that they're good or bad. It's why would I add another
1: system on top of what I'm already trying to manage?" Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, well, I mean, I was running a strike last week, and people, I saw, like, a Warmind cell pop up, and I was like, wow, someone's still using that build in a new season. You know? like it didn't, And I didn't even touch that system, because I didn't play last season, barely yeah. at all. Like, not certainly not enough to understand what the new mods did, or how they worked with your your characters, or your weapons, or anything. So I was like, I'm not even going to touch that. That's a whole quarter of a year's worth of content I'm never going to touch. Until I get armor, they won't even be able to slot it, and then it's not going to literally matter at all, because it's going to go away. So did I really move out? yeah Yeah.
2: we have a lot of awesome stuff to get into but i do want to ask one question trip which is did you see say no to rage's slot leveling idea
1: i i watched half of it and then something happened in my house and i couldn't finish the video but i i know generally the idea it's where you're i guess if you get a certain level of a certain piece of armor it locks Mm -hmm. that piece so you don't have to worry about trying to keep getting the right drops like it's it's beneficial for leveling right in an, in, an, in a power level averaging system like destiny is or you have to wait for the right. right thing to luckily drop to raise your level this kind of gives you some bad luck protection right so
2: he's saying forego what is arguably the infusion system and he's saying if you do an activity whether it's powerful pinnacle or whatever and the reward for that activity gives you a piece of gear at 1030 and it's a pair of arms. Your arm slot is now 10:30, which means any item you put into that slot it just 10:30. Yeah. So it, it doesn't matter that you had a pair of arms at 9:40, it doesn't matter that you had whatever, it's 10:30. Period. End of discussion. Cool. With that being said, your materials are still utilized to make your items masterwork based on what you want to choose to influence and and where the specific numbers drop and all of those other things. But ultimately, at the end of the day, his argument was, why not just let whatever campaign you introduce or whatever narrative or whatever mechanic get people to soft cap and then let their milestones Increase their slots by however much. So, if you do a pinnacle that gives you a plus five and it's your mark, your mark slot will go up plus five. So, whatever okay, so I didn't I did understand afterwards, that afterwards, yeah, whatever armor you choose to put in after that doesn't matter unless it's a higher light level than what was there before, uh, right?
0: I did have a question for Diamond. Uh, sure. this kind of calls back to what you were saying earlier, how if something in something you're doing whether it's a service game or even whether it's a a single player game with achievements or whatever Sure. if if you i know you said that if something's ridiculous you won't even bother and i kind of agree with that you know like i'll for me it's like legendary trophies or whatever like trophies that i'm gonna get for like a game or whatever like a great example is the Fallen Order game. I looked at their the things you have to do for their trophies and it's insurmountable the amount of bullshit you got to do in order to get them. So I'm not even going to bother. But like what if you're in a situation where you've got almost everything just by playing the game. You played it normally at your own pace and you were able to achieve most of it. And then the, you look on the list of things you need to get for that reward or whatever and there's literally like two things. But the two things you have to do are so fucking absurd and stupid and ridiculous. Do you push it just to get the one hundred percent, or do you at that point do you go, "Why the fuck is this so ridiculous and absurd?" And then do the thing you
2: normally do, where you say, "Fuck this." So, so I'll use two examples, and it's one where I I chose to do it, one that I chose not to. Uh, the one that I chose not to. If you name, trip zero. Uh, oh, if for the one that you
0: what? chose to do, if you name what I did. It's, I don't think it's going to so. be hilarious. I'm but
2: blown away. Uh, Trip Zero was Breath of the Wild. I paid for the expansion for Breath of the Wild. They introduced the Champions event, where it said, "All right, in order to do this content, the first mission is we're going to give you an item that's that's one hit kill.
1: It kills you or it it, kills them." Look, I don't want to stop your story, but I'm going to put a pause on it real quick because. I was literally going to talk about this in the thing that I did this week. So continue. You go. You go. You go and we'll just we'll have this discussion right now. I I, I played this last night. I played this shit I last remember. night. I
2: distinctly remember you you walk out of uh the 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 first area you have the item and it's like all right, you got to go to these three places and you have to you have to kill the enemies there to do whatever. And there's a there's a like one of the big bacoblins is there. Mm-hmm. And I stealthed my way, I'm picking people off left and right, and this dude fired an arrow from so far away. And it it nicked me like in, in the foot. He, and he, I was dead. He and had to a plugged it in. Exactly. Got your character. And immediately, I mentally came to the decision I didn't want to do this. <laughs> that doesn't mean it's not playing. I just did all the other shit right. I wanted to do. Right, But something I had paid for, the DLC I had chosen to invest in, I mm-hmm. was intentionally saying to myself, I'm not interested in this. That one mechanic, it's not unbeatable. There are people all over the planet who've beaten it.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: But that type of mechanic and style, does the, the one-hit kill, one-hit one uh be killed is is not appealing to me It's a challenge i don't enjoy doesn't mean it's bad it's just not my thing. Th-
0: this means you're saying in the context of that game uh you've your character has established all those hearts and you have a shit oh, yeah. ton I, and when I you fight, fight whatever yeah, this is it instantly takes away all your hearts and you die
2: you're exactly. holding a weapon or, yeah you're holding a weapon
1: one hit yeah. you can kill anything can kill anything but if you get hit you die. If you get hit, you hit by anything. Like you get hit by the, the ice blast from a little slime that's a frozen slime. You're dead. dead. Like anything. I wouldn't enjoy that. Yeah.
2: So immediately <laughs> I was no but I paid for this. So like part of that was coming to the conclusion of like what I've invested in it doesn't this is an example of something I have purchased that I, doesn't have value for me. You go doesn't to a you go to a
0: fucking carnival before and spent five bucks on the ball toss. Yeah, that's <laughs> okay. You walk. Away. You don't get angry at the carnival. Can can I just, just go. Say, I just threw the money away. It's fine. Say, him fine. T-
2: him saying that exact line with no beard is hysterical. You look because like, see, just, see every, every kind of of yeah. just like the ball toss. You know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so flip it you're saying I'm funnier with my fucking face it's <laughs> hysterical <laughs> um, so if you flip it I did not ex- I, I knew I was going to love Spider-Man on the PS4 but I didn't know I was going to 100% platinum love it on the PS4 Yeah, because I don't platinum games that's not my thing I play the campaign I play the occasional multiplayer and once it I was feel like I got that platinum, wasn't Regardless of the achievement, exactly. Yeah. Regardless of the achievement, that doesn't matter. Once I'm done, and I'm done. But I went back and was like, "Holy shit! The only trophy I'm missing is beat the game on ultimate." That oh, means so I have to wait. Wait.
0: So you got all of the taskmaster shit, like front first time through
2: everything. That's crazy. Step four: go back through and beat the game on ultimate. Right. Uh, well, Which means I have to play the whole thing again.
0: Well, I, I didn't. That's a good example. I did exact. I did the same thing as you, but like I didn't like look at that as not a part of like I. I, I that was not an insurmountable ridiculous thing to me. Okay, you have an achievement for play it again on an ultimate. Uh, that's very common. That's the point I'm getting
2: at. Well, let me give, well let me give you a different perspective for that. I have gotten into the habit of reviewing games weekly. Oh, yeah. I yeah, had five. I had uh, see a solitude. I had the sea of thieves update. So I was playing something new every week. So the fact that I was willing to forego my, my offline schedule mm-hmm. to then go back through a game that I've already beaten on the hardest difficulty says. <clears throat> Excuse me. Says something about how amazing that experience is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That that was kind of the the mental thought process that I had around like when I come to that conclusion is it could be for a wide variety of reasons. Sometimes it's not the content, it could be financially, it could be uh uh it could uh like situational, but like I know in my head the moment that I go, yep, I I think I'm good.
0: Can I tell you mine? All the time. Good not not a negative one i mean there's a lot of things that just said fuck fuck all too especially number one at the top of the fucking list is the goddamn give me god award fucking difficulty on god of war fuck that shit mm-hmm. i like am that? never fucking playing that ever you fuck off like that's too hard um, wild dude i've mentioned this on the show to trip before and i'll bring it again and you might know what it is you played arkham city right yes i did not play arkham did city you 100 percent arkham city no yeah you want to how many trophies did you get or did you not even worry about it
2: at that point i didn't worry about it okay when arkham city came out i was working you remember
0: reading what the calendar man trophy was
2: yes didn't you have to go back to the game on a certain date you had to for a whole year go to get so i
0: looked at my trophy list and realized the only one I didn't have was calendar man. And then I was like, I wonder why I didn't get this. I got everything else. You know, like what, what's so ridiculous about this. I looked up what you had to do well, on your Xbox. And at the time it was Xbox 360 When I played it, you had to go in on St. Patrick's day, talk to with Batman, talk to calendar man. And he would give you an anecdote about St. Patrick's day and Christmas and Thanksgiving. It's like I, 12 different dates or 20. I don't know how many things yeah. it was. Um, and then the, the trophy would pop. And the way that people would cheese it, I don't know if it's cheating or cheesing when when you're dealing with trophies. Uh, The way people would cheese it is they would literally change the time of their Xbox. they take their Xbox off of internet connection and then change the time and do it completely offline. And that's how I was able to get that trophy. That was the only time where I was like, there's so much I accomplished. I just want the goddamn 100%. So I just said fuck
2: it and cheesed it as everyone else did online. Let me me give you one more. Felix, you and I had the same experience and we both made a conscientious decision on stream at the same time in one day. And that was Ghost Recon during the Sam Fisher Splinter Cell event. (laughs) We played that event And at the same time, we played that a few times, a few times before we came to this conclusion, we attempted it. I came to the conclusion. I'm not playing this game anymore. Not I'm not playing this event. I never went back to ghost recon wildlands. Oh, I continued to play it after that. Yeah, I
0: continued to play it. But then now I think correct me if I'm wrong, but I think at that time I had already 100% of the whole game. When we were playing that, they were just bringing back, bringing this back because of special events. And I was coming back yeah. in, in to just play further with you just to socialize, you know? Um, but yeah, you're right. Uh, it's because I did the first event, which was the predator event and succeeded at it. So I figured, mm-hmm. Hey, I could probably do this event and be fine. And then played it and realized, fuck you. <laughs> and then yeah. subsequently there was one after that, that also tied into what's that other game that Ubisoft uh, rainbow six the siege oh yeah so they came yeah, out with a siege yeah. event yeah. and i went in and did that you weren't involved in that i ended up doing the siege event and it was just as ridiculous if not more ridiculous and i went fuck this man what are you doing like why are you giving us free content and then up in the 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 fucking difficulty level to fucking you know plaid what the fuck are you doing like it's just <laughs> bullshit that was a space but yeah that was a space balls reference yeah Anyway,
2: that's that's my week anyway, which is always a heavily worded week. It's all right.
1: Let me me sneak in real quick before we go to Felix because of the fact that you brought up that Zelda thing. That's really the biggest thing that I wanted to talk about, but I literally did this last night. This challenge. Do I know what this is? Because I play the game too, but did you get the expansion content? Because you have to get the expansion content and then go back to the shrine where you started the game. Yeah. And your Sheikah slate into the pedestal. And then you know, Zelda's like, "I have something for you to do, Link. There's more shit to do." And then you like get this challenge. You get this weapon, which, like Diamond said, is one shot kill anything.
0: Will she say that if you didn't beat Ganon? That's irrelevant to the point because I haven't beat Ganon, but I have that DLC installed.
1: Yeah, I I don't know. I think you just you 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 have to at least least beat the four divine beasts. That's those those aren't those aren't beat yet because this is like the fifth. Divine Beast. Oh, got it. Um, that's kind of the challenge for this. So I went here because I was being told by my chat at the time that this is how you get the motorcycle. Yes. You get a motorcycle for Link to ride around it instead of a horse. You can summon this thing whenever. I heard about that. So I was like, this is pretty cool. I was following along a little quest lines to get the armor from the DLC. Let me just get the motorcycle. This seems like a pretty cool thing to do for the last couple hours of my stream, right? So I start this quest and then I, I get this weapon and then I quickly realize, like diamond did. Um, I don't just have to go to these four monster camps and clear them out. It's not a special activity. You're literally just on the map. Like you're on the map with all the enemies. So even if you're not attacking or making a push against one of these monster camps, you have to clear a random fucking bat could hit you and you're a dead. A horse could run into you yes. and you're dead. Yes. Sterical. Yes. So I was like, wow, this seems like really fucking aggressive to just get a motorcycle in a game where I can teleport wherever the fuck I want. If, as long as I've been there, like, why would I waste all this time to do all this shit to get a motorcycle? And that's, I think, the part that stuck with me the most. I'm not against the challenge. And over the course of the end of the stream, I ended up every time you clear a camp, you get a new shrine on the plateau. So, the four camps you had to clear, each one will pop out a new shrine to then solve, but you have to solve the shrine with the same weapon. You can't take the weapon off. So the shrines are one shot kill, too, bouncing spike floors, cruising through like swinging metal balls, giant or big feats of strength that like usually go in those shrines where you fight a, a um one of the robots, and then you're done. When you fight a robot here, the floor opens up, and there's more shrine below. They're the wildest, coolest shrines I've been in, but I also had this like, weapon on my back that's like if i get hit by anything i'm dead and i like the challenge overall i really do you are kind of like checkpointed after every monster uh like camp and then also every uh, shrine you do so it's not terrible you don't lose a lot of progress if you mess up but i'm like i'm doing this all for a motorcycle why is that the reward why don't i get this weapon to be able to use it forever if i want if i want to play this risk reward game why don't i get some like invincibility like why don't i get some really wild shit for the really wild activity that i'm doing why is it just a motorcycle i think that's the biggest the biggest question that i have like why put so much design and effort into the survival gameplay into forcing you to play incredibly tactically and careful and at some point it's aggressive in the right times like you're, you're teaching a player to play a certain kind of way and then all of a sudden like th- you did all that, you're nuts! What a gamer! Here's a motorcycle. I know you can teleport, no matter where you're going to go, but here's a motorcycle. It just feels like tacked on that that was the design for that reward. Well, I feel like that's the
2: kind of the common theme for a lot of the games that we've gotten in this generation. Is like there are certain aspects of them where the dial is like cranked to eleven, but the the either the reward or the experience doesn't necessarily equate. To, to how far the dial has been cranked. Right. Um, and so the games that have had the most success rate are the games where certain aspects of them are the most satisfying. spider mans a great example. I read an article where someone said, I boot up Spider-Man and I swing around for two hours every day because it helps me relax and clear my mind. And I'm like, what? What are you talking about? But there's something to that traversal system that gets that satisfaction. So regardless mm-hmm. of what the game asks you, regardless of how difficult it is, there's a lot of something being done in between Sure, that, that someone can enjoy. Um, so it's just an interesting dynamic. Like Zelda is so willing to, to look at players and say, do whatever you want. You want to go fight Ganon with a stick? Have at it. Be my guest. You don't want to do any of the divine beasts. Go ahead. And then to introduce an item with so many restrictive stipulations is is just a tonally is is just very different from from what the game, the freedom that the game kind of yeah. offered you. The game. Only is it- I
0: see, you guys seem to be shocked by this, but I found that game to be pretty fucking you know um,
1: un- unforgiving from times like if you i'm no 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 no. you're mishearing i'm not shocked at how unforgiving it is i'm merely talking about the specific activity i'm doing and then what i'm doing it for
0: oh you oh oh okay you're so you're saying the reward for doing the activity is fucking correct dumb i don't think it's i don't think it's worth what i was doing yeah i agree per- just a fucking
1: not that, it's not, not that it's not cool on its own it's very cool having an ancient technology in the Zelda world, motorcycle, is cool as shit. It's, it's
0: this this thing is what I normally call torture porn. It's like these guys,
1: you're these a guys, fan of this. These the guys, is that's There's what I'm life. saying.
0: These guys don't mean to be creating DLC for a video game. They mean to be creating torture porn. That's what they wanted to do because they just sat around and said, "Why don't we put something in the game that just tortures the player and makes Felix? Like so. no, that's what they do." No that's what they do. No one, no, no one does this. No
2: yeah, one thinks do. like that. Yeah. No. Yes,
0: they do, because there's no we're other reason why it would design. exist other than them
2: wanting to will it to be. we are not. We're not going to. We're not going <laughs> to.
1: We're not going to. I'm just that. saying, dude, like they like to design challenges for sure, but no one's sitting there going like, ah, fuck that guy. He's going to he's going to love this. He's going to hate this. I think they are. are.
2: Oh, well, OK, so <laughs> that's different. That's aesthetic. what I mean. I think, I, th- I think that's different. I think like, they're like,
0: we, I think- we gave them all this fun stuff. Why don't now we just fuck them?
2: Put in something ridiculous. So, we'll make it a really cool... If, if, that, if that wasn't the case, I don't think the Souls games will be as popular as they are.
0: Right. Yeah, the Souls like, game I, are like I, I, a sales pitch. I don't think pitch.
2: that concept of making something incredulously difficult is, uh, is, is not... W- wouldn't be a thing.
1: It's, yeah, I feel like it's, it's the way that you're pigeonholing this desire of a developer, Felix. <laughs> I like that's the problem they, developers love to implement design challenges, sometimes very, very challenging design challenges. Right, that makes sense. Um, but they're not just sadistically putting that in the game because they love hopping on a Twitch stream and watching someone just fail for hours. <laughs> they want someone to overcome this they want someone to learn from what they're doing they want someone to like look at the feedback of how they died or maybe they noticed at the last second a certain kind of animation before they died like they want that they want you to like get beat up but then get up again and then do it they don't just want to watch someone fail forever endlessly which is what it implies when you say they just the thing want is
0: though about the, the souls game I mean, I, 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 mean I, I haven't played Dark Souls but I played Bloodborne and I discovered with Bloodborne that those guys write into their game the failure. It's a part of the design. You you fail over and over again as a part of their design. Um, almost like um, I'm trying to think of a movie where somebody uh, the, the the live die repeat movie with Tom Cruise. Did you tomorrow, ever- um, whatever the Edge uh, of, tomorrow? Uh, Edge of tomorrow. tomorrow. Right. So Edge of Tomorrow. The the, the purpose is for him to learn. How to complete it, right? Yeah. And he has to learn over time. And that's kind of like what the Souls game are. The, the Souls games are. Um I'm saying I get broadsided by it when it's in a game that doesn't have that as its premise, where it's not rewarding to die. It's it's rewarding to die in Bloodborne, and it's probably rewarding to die in other souls games because that seems like what that's, that, the mechanic. that's what that company does. I get pissed off when I'm in the middle of like. For instance, like uh, you know, I I brought it up earlier, but like I play Uncharted One, I play Uncharted Two, and I play Uncharted Three on Crushing, and I breeze it. I mean, it's hard; it's really hard, but it's it's a manageable difficulty. You know, like I'm able to like manage it. You know, like I'm I I know what I'm doing, right? And then I play Uncharted Four on Crushing. And it's like dickhead Neil, Neil uh, uh, Druckmann goes, let's turn that fucking up. Like, like you know, if I'm in the well of souls, but not well of souls, that's from fucking Indiana Jones. What was a fucking hole in Princess Bride that they put the guy in on the rack and he turns up the machine and fucking sucks all his life from him? What was that called? I can't remember. The pit of despair. Pit of despair. It's like they create this pit of despair to put you into. After they've given you all this fucking moderate challenge, and I don't understand why. So maybe maybe they didn't balance their own game, right?
1: I mean... No, it's not. No, it can't. Felix, just listen to what you're saying, dude. They didn't balance their game incorrectly. There's no way that they did that. There's no way they shipped this, and they were like, we just didn't care. We're like, <laughs> like oh, who cares? It's really hard now on uh-huh. the Rock River by the way. At this. Just, there's never, that's never the thought process. Man, you just you, gotta, you, you're, you're just right more of an optimist <laughs> than me.
2: So here's the thing. I agree with Trevor. I don't think there's ever an instance where they don't care. At the same time, I do think there's a there's a wide line between I don't care and I wanna make something that is that has one specific way to beat it. Not ten specific ways to beat it not a wide variety of ways to beat it. I want, it's one way to beat it. Right. And you have to figure sure. out what that way is regardless of your build or what you've been doing. Like imagine for a moment you're playing a Souls game and you've been walking around with a giant battle axe and then all of a sudden you run into a boss. It's like, guess what? You got to dual wield daggers now. And it's like I've not prepared for this at all.
1: <laughs> what? Right. But what this is the only thing that's working. What do to- you want to- regardless is for someone to figure it out. Oh, yeah. That, challenge. that ultimately, oh, 100%, regardless of how many hoops you got to jump through, that's what they want. I, no I, one is to just beating you into the ground for the point of beating you into the ground. I, I
0: you know, I made that accusation about gimme got a war mode earlier. And then, you know, well, I joked about it earlier, but like, I completely understand why that exists. It's not for me, but I completely understand why it exists. There are people 100%. who have accomplished it and they've done it. And there and and as I see it, I think I think once you understand once you play in the earlier difficulties multiple times, if you're somebody who's that passionate, um you can get you go into the that version of the game and like know where things are and and figure it out and I really think that's feature in that game is built into it to encourage replay value of their game, not you know like they're not providing a service game, but they want you to play their story more than once. And what's going to motivate you to play the story? Just like with uh, Resident Evil. Resident Evil 2 and 3. Replay value on those makes it so that you can, you can do the accomplishments. You know, the, the stuff like the uh, platinum trophy on that. You know what I mean? If you don't replay it, then you don't get it. You, you, you don't understand what they, why they intended to do things a certain way. So, um, yeah. I understand what you guys are saying. But sometimes, man... It's a nuts nuts smash right on the fucking table.
1: Are you saying sometimes you get frustrated playing these games when you're trying to sometimes smack my nuts? He's got got a hole in his table to prove it. Yeah, (laughs) he does. That's where the nuts go
0: right here, right in front of me, looking at the hole right there.
1: Oh God. Anyway. All right. Well, uh, Felix, you have anything you want to highlight?
0: Speaking of games that have punched me in my nuts uh in recent <laughs> history uh i decided to download no
1: man's sky oh you did say you want to talk about i this, downloaded
0: dude. no man's sky it's on game pass if you're not aware of this and you have game pass and you've never tried no man's sky uh you have a chance to to try it out uh i am addicted to this game i, I could say i'm i'm well into it at this point but i chose to play survival mode and i need to ask questions of anyone who's played it diamond have you played it no i'm not no. trip you have though i have yeah and my question comes down to the premise of survival mode is it intending to put you in an inhabitable like part of the universe on purpose yeah.
1: does it do it every time that way yeah Even if you start normal, you will be on a pretty hostile planet to start to force you to figure out how to survive. I have explored every planet in the
0: system. I got two dinky planets with nothing. They're pieces of shit that are barren i got a <laughs> super hot planet a super irradiated fucking planet and a frozen yeah. ice ball i named well, the hot one well, hottest what mode
1: did you pick I, like if you just said the mode you listen listen listen, game listen, game you're playing listen. Right now, can you say it one more time just
0: to like i named one of the planets hottest of the, hottest nuts one of the planets hot as nuts the other ones you cold, call cold as nuts, nuts. Mm-hmm. or cold cold sacks <laughs> Cold sack. Okay, yeah. hot is not that like And then, I, sack. And, then I, and then, I but the third planet I got didn't to you, the system I, Dick Punch. I I, I did. I, mean, I started on I, I started on an irradiated planet, and I called that Big Dictious That's what
1: it's called. <laughs> it's big Dixious. <laughs> For sure, For sure. Wow. For sure. So I need another white. Keep going. So this is what I'm saying.
0: I start researching the game a little bit. You know, I played one last space game I played was Destiny, and I found that I had to like go out and find out things because games aren't going to tell you anything. And it's great; I love it when games don't tell me anything. But but I start researching stuff, and I start reading how do I get out of this system of <laughs> shitty planets? And mm-hmm. I basically was like, what do I do to get out of this system of shitty planets? Yeah, and naturally,
1: a you can follow. Right, that teaches you how to fix your ship how to craft items how to make like antimatter to put in your engine the the game does have all that in there with little prompts and little waypoints you can even turn on a little floaty that shows you like oh i should probably harvest this thing let me just turn my camera toward the little diamond and maybe shoot my laser gun at it and scoop out (laughs) some of the
0: all all of the planets that i'm dealing with in the system i'm in because i can't leave the system until i get a hyperdrive right i gotta find the Mm. hyperdrive wherever the fuck that is and I heard, yes. I heard you buy that or build that or something from you a trading
1: post. You have it in your ship. You fix it. You fix it, but you need materials to be able to fix it and to power it. And those are sometimes harder it's to find. It's already
0: on my ship, you're saying?
1: Yeah. Oh. Well, or maybe um, they might need you to get the technology. But either way, it's, just on the, it's going to be on the space station right where you're at.
0: Okay. You just said a bunch of words that don't exist in the version of the game I'm playing. The space station where you're at.
1: There I no can't, there's system? no space
0: station in the system. So okay. if there's no space station in the system,
2: can't buy shit. I
0: can't buy the hyperdrive. How in no. the mother do I play this game?
1: Like, well, then it's the one you fix on your ship. Like there's going to be a way to get off the planet. Well, and here's the, the thing. I found
0: another ship and looked for the word hyperdrive somewhere in that ship, which is bigger than my ship, by the way, after I found that ship, I don't know how to read maps or use anything to track stuff. So I lost that ship. <laughs> I'm on the planet. I finally said, Fuck this I'm just gonna like I'm to the the quest line to help Holy you build a house shit. right yeah, so yes. i started yeah. I started building the house and I built the house and the cool thing about when you put the 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 cap on the house, like the roof and shit instantly it becomes a hospitable environment that you can walk into with mm-hmm. good good yeah. environmental temperature and like yeah. you don't fucking die instantly like I've been fucking constantly fucking, it's terrible, but anyway. <laughs> So, I have a hut on this yeah. <laughs> inhospitable planet called Hot as Nuts. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, Holy shit. it's 171 degrees Fahrenheit all the time on this planet. I think yeah. it it is good resources. And I'm under like a starship that looks like it's from Star Wars that crashed. Sure. So, I, so yeah. I think I could probably go in that and find shit. Maybe.
1: Probably find good shit. Yeah. Probably. i had, can I find to, a couple things. I had to, you. Are- Okay. You, all right. What you would do, what you do is you sit in your ship that needs to be fixed. Mm-hmm. And you know you open up your inventory? Yeah, I do. I do. you have you have you open up your ship inventory. Do you know how to access that? Yeah, uh, one thing
0: I figured out is if you're about to die in the inh- inh- inhospitable environment in, in the heat or the irradiation or the cold <laughs> because I've died so many different ways. There's a lot of
1: things that can kill you, yes. A if, lot of environments if,
0: if you're about to die. You run back to your ship, get into it, and store the stuff that that, you know, you might lose when you die in the ship. Mm-hmm. In the slots yeah. in the ship. Yeah. So I've got I've figured that tactic out. So I've been storing stuff in the ship. Um and then I'll get out and just die and let myself die. <laughs> you know, like this is if I have like virtually no health left. What? Why are you letting yourself die? What's the point of that? I I, I might have picked the wrong difficulty. I picked survival. <laughs>
1: Okay. At the end of the day, I may have picked the wrong difficulty. Like, Dude, like you can you can play it this way. It just it's a if if I
0: go into the normal way of playing the game where I start. It's normal, the same thing. It's the same thing. I start on a crazy <laughs> inhospitable planet. There's yes. no there's no green. What do they call them? Green belt planets like Earth that are in a green belt. Isn't that what they call it in space? No, you're not going to start one. There might yeah, be no, one. You're not going to find. I don't think I'll start on one, but I'll be able to find one potentially in my system.
2: I've in any system I've started in, I've never
1: found there. It. There are trillions of, of systems. The answer is maybe possibly, but like you're talking about, you know, right, right. right. You'd have to start an infinitesimal in any,
2: amount of save files to in any situation. Potentially. Yeah.
1: Get. The thing
0: that's weird is why am I not in my system finding that space station?
1: Where does that exist? I don't There are that. there are star systems that don't have space stations. That's a fact. You then it makes sense they would put you there. So that's just shitty RNG then. Especially on survival. I mean, they might actually choose to put you there in survival so they make you do some just like hop to multiple systems to be able to connect to like, you know, the society of the game to buy shit or trade shit or sell or whatever.
0: Oh, and so back to that second ship that seems to have a hyperdrive on it. Right, this other ship that mm-hmm. needs a lot of fixing. I mean, I got to put a lot of work. in. This is a fixer up uh-huh. this motherfucker. Um, <laughs> but but Shit. back to that ship, I can't find a ship database to show because I made that ship my ship, and it said this is your primary ship now. And I went, oh, that's uh-huh. weird. And then I went back to the other one. It said switched primary ship. I don't uh-huh. know where. Uh, I don't know where that ship is. I can't find it. There, it's somewhere on this planet. A-
1: there's a quick summon button from your controller i forget what it would be because i don't i play on the uh, on the keyboard but um you can summon either ship to you no matter where you are
0: Uh, well only if it can move right
1: no actually ships that uh cannot fly they need to be fixed you can still teleport them to you irrationally but then they won't move once they land you just bring them to you essentially the game just delivers that ship to you Essentially,
0: I got to figure out what that is because that command I need because this ship, this other ship it, I got might have a hyperdrive already in
1: it. It's in your quick menu. However, you like recharge your uh, your technology really quickly. However, you turn oh, it's flash in there. Mode, okay, mode. It's in that same set. Yeah, of, that's. Uh, I, th- yeah.
0: I think thinking um, my in controller. It's down D-pad. So
1: that makes. I think it is a D-pad uh, mapping. Part, that makes sense. Yeah,
0: because yeah, that's where you <laughs> find like the map of the galaxy as well.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When you're on the ship, you can see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So- dude, you, just to, you just have to fix the ship that you're on, or and find the things to fix that. But sometimes it does require you to play the other quest lines, like the habit quest line, like building the house, because that'll like teach you how to build like a construction terminal to then learn how to like buy technologies to then maybe like craft or find the things you need. Like you might need something called like a wiring loom. You know, you can't make that at the point of the game you're at. You have to you have to find it or buy it from like a trading post. But yeah. then you might not be on a trading post planet, so you might have to like work up the technology tree to craft it so oh you might i have know i'm before.
0: not on a trading post planet some yeah, you fucking might be more trade the to get off of this planet yeah. so um but i like it i, I like it i mean it's it's, it's a uh it's a really cool simulator the only thing that that bothers me is there's times when the 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 seating you know of it being a um what do they call that again? That's the type of procedurally game. Generated procedurally game. generated game. It comes through. Like me knowing that it's a procedurally generated game comes through in the idea you that
1: start like. Seeing like a piece. Like you recognize a piece that you see put in like a different place. And you're like, oh, I see. Like I'm seeing the pieces of this, of no, this generation. It's,
0: it's like, it seems like every time I slow down, there's those material rocks in space after I come out of like pulse oh, yeah, yeah, and, and they're always there and I shoot them. And I'm like, I know right. that's just procedurally generated. I know what they're giving me. They're giving me materials to help my fuel, my pulse drive and shit. Right. Um, so I, I know why they're there, but like, you know, like my mind goes to this place of where I don't really, be- I know this is happening only because of the procedure. Like I'm never going to not randomly show up somewhere and then be there. Like they pretty much have always been there. Um, right. And then also, like, could you, I don't, tell me if this is possible, if you've seen it in yeah, the game, other than built by a player, because it can exist if a player built it. I don't think with the assets, the amount of assets they're using or the amount it can load, you're, you're never going to find a planet that's just populated with nothing but city, right? Mm-hmm. Or something like that. It's always going to be like, it's never going to be advanced civilization planets. You're never going to get that. Right. Is that accurate? Sure. Right. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. the design of the game
1: can't do that. That's just too much. So, like, yeah. there's a building yeah. block with procedural generation. You know, like, you'll start to see it. Uh, what I was referencing was like uh, animals, right? Like, you'll see like an animal will walk around and you'll go, oh, like, I recognize like the legs I saw on like a differently sized animal. Like, you'll start to see the puzzle pieces. Mm hmm that are putting the game together, right? You know, like it's a wild system. Like it, it has nearly endless amount of self customization to build a planet. Literally yeah, I, I'm complimenting <laughs> it on that feet. I'm definitely
0: complimenting <laughs> yeah. it on that feet. It's just that a part of me is just like, man, this would be so much cooler if it was a giant place where it could be more than just organic stuff. Mm-hmm. Like randomly. Yeah. I'm not really, yeah. I'm not really criticizing the game for that. It's just, uh, it's neat. It's a neat concept. It's pretty cool. It
2: is. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, are you having fun with it though?
0: Yeah, I'm having fun with it. Yeah. You gonna play survival? I'm still gonna play the survival. I've gotten this
1: far. Christ. We'll God. see how long that goes. Right. I've I've toured. I feel like you say that about every game. Like every game you play, you're like, I hate it. I'm not gonna do this. You're like, maybe I'll stay. Well, and then like you're in the platinum, maybe, maybe I'll hang yeah. around.
0: Well, the difference yeah. with this is I'm not chasing achievements with this game. I'm not trying to finish the story. I mean, right? Like what? what it doesn't seem like this game's ever going to have like a story. It seems like it's just you make your own path, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So I I don't see it as like something that I ever just put down. It's always just going to be a game that's perpetually in forward motion. Sure. Know, right. I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's kind yeah, of like yeah. yeah. Like
1: it just you don't. There's no beginning, middle, end, something like that. It just yeah. It's like do you i, I, I want to go
0: into space and fuck around with my my shit you know
1: right like when i go in when i play no man's sky i'm working on like the planet that i found that i want to build as like the emerging gamer community planet yeah and you're you you know? bu- you're building like highways and doing shit like that on mm-hmm. it, right you have a whole city plan like bridges across you know these maces that jut out of the ground like it's that's a it's a big 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 project and like now that the game is cross play and on, on Game Pass, like that's a reality. Like I can actually have. Yeah, I can come visit. I can come visit. Literally. Just come in and plop a base down and start working on it. You know, like that would be fucking lit. Yeah.
2: Is your but, like, planet, planet you hospitable?
1: Uh, it's very hospitable. It sometimes has very very hot rainy storms, but okay. they're very quick. Is it, is it uh, a hot planet?
0: A charred planet? Or
1: no no it's like it's it's green and there's like this blue it's like spend way and too and much
2: time in survival he doesn't even know like right what right. casual like he's like, like there's trees and
1: animals and
2: i've been yeah, there's occasional like hot rain but that's, that's uh,
0: it it's also about, um, have all five of the planets uh have active police so- so, uh force bullshit you know aggressive oh, like, police uh, force like
1: drones the drones and shit yeah, yeah. But, like Two, mm-hmm.
0: two or three of the planets in the five that are in the system I'm in, uh, I'll land on them, and they're up my ass like the minute I land. The minute yeah. I start shooting that little laser gun at shit,
1: well, they always will be. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, th- they hate. They- two uh, of the the,
0: the the reason I decided to build on the fiery, charred planet that I'm on is because the police force is less of a, a presence. It says that they're like moderate or whatever, and I'm like, okay, fine. I'm good. Just build it, fucking here. Fuck it.
1: Yeah, you'll always have the Sentinels on the planet. They're like this permanently antagonistic yeah. thing that's on every planet. Me land, not everyone, but like the majority of planets, it ties into the water story of the game because there is like a story thread. Is
0: there a thing to- you can get to like disable them or like a tool? No, I wish, dude,
1: because they do get annoying as shit. But now they're always there. They're always there. Yeah. It does porch.
0: If you yeah. just run away and stop actively, you know. Yeah, filing their their terrain, just,
1: the just like I dig a tunnel into the ground, right where I'm at, and they're just like, "Where the fuck did he go?" And then they're just, "I'm gone." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you, wait, you, you you use the what's that called? Take my the ter- gun and I the terrain gun out, yeah, I dig a tunnel Yeah, yeah. Go into the ground. And I'm like, All right, I'll wait till the, I di- diamond. Up. You have you
0: eventually unlock the ability to make this gun that just digs into the terrain, and it's like, I guess it's that's the the Minecraft side of the game coming through.
1: Oh yeah,
2: where perchance,
0: yeah.
1: I mean they've they've added wild shit to this game since it came out dude like this game came out as yeah. the most busted like piece of overhyped garbage uh, and it turned into this insane just like any like your whatever potential you can think about you can make happen in this game like they just put a, a midi synthesizer in this game a couple months ago like you can sit there and make like make loops make, make beats, beats in the game fucking do you it, do you have a
0: take like, on this time?
2: No, I was, all I know is no man's sky went from being on the box of a, of a PlayStation sold in some store to PlayStation, not talking about it to now everyone has it. So like, I mean, it's, it's, it's a nice yeah. journey for, for Sean Murray and, and the guys and gals at, at hello on. games. But I mean, it's, yeah. they, it's out. But and you, you uh, never had
0: an interest in it.
2: I mean, I've played it, but I, it's never been, it's like people who really love Minecraft, Right. It's I understand it, but it is it is not my cup of tea personally. I've it. tried it, but it's never it's never. Originally, they were so loose with the narrative. I'm a very narrative driven player. Like if I can understand the right. lie behind something, then I can get behind it. Um. So when the game kind of shows up and says there is no why, just kind of. Do find a it? way to, to explore the universe that's a little too much freedom for my taste uh so when the when um no man's sky next and beyond and all these kind of expansions came out to kind of refine the experience and take whatever narrative they did have and kind of put it a little more on the forefront um you know it, it makes it a little more palatable so like i have a save file but i i play it i don't play it very often so. just wonder just wonder
0: Yeah, that's pretty much what I wanted to talk about. Um, Still trying to finish the um, Red Dead Redemption 2 story. Um, Now, I'm getting close to finishing Chapter 4. So, yeah, I'm I'm finishing the the chapter where you you meet the uh, Italian guy in uh, uh, Saint Denis. Mm. So, I'm just coming up to the conclusion of that. I want to see what happens. It's going to be great. Whatever. We'll see. Yeah, it's wonderful. Uh yeah, just doing that. Oh, I also replayed on Super Easy, I replayed the um Star Wars the Fallen Order. Mm, but that's nice. that's just with take my it in for what it is. No, that's my watch of like all of the Star Wars content in chronological order. And that's considered canon content, so I went right to that after I finished Order
2: sixty six. So you're gonna get some more canon content in the fall, so
0: Yeah, now I'm uh I'm, what what's coming out in the fall again? Squadrons. Yeah, oh, the
2: trip. It did drop that did drop cool.
0: is that going to be a story or is it going to be like battlefront only with i think
2: it's ships? i think it's both i okay. think there's a narrative but as a story i want it
0: i definitely want it yeah. but if it's if it's battlefront this
2: space combat from battlefront right so right, right. i'm i'm all about i'm all about it
0: and that's probably what the engine's going to be based on right 100 yeah
2: it's it's motive which is using dice's engine so okay okay got it so yeah
0: that's it. That's well, all.
1: Cool. Yeah. You yeah. want to hop into a uh, pretty much the story. Yes. Of the week, the oh. big story, um, Pokemon snap. No, I'm just kidding. Yep. It's finally coming to
2: the switch. <laughs> <laughs> Let's spend the next hour and a half talking about Pokemon snap guys. Can well, I, I am, I'll tell I'm you my...
1: what? <laughs> I'm very excited about Pokemon snap and new rogue squadron. And, uh, yes, there was another little, there's like a little cafe Pokemon game that got dropped alongside of that. too. yeah, this
2: is it just Pokemon Cafe.
1: It's like Charmander. It yeah, Wait, drinks did across you say
2: and... a, a, Another Rogue Squadron.
1: What? It was a joke because the game is like it's. You know, it's. I love yeah. Rogue Squadron. on The sixty oh, four and the, the
0: the new Star yeah. Wars game is
1: yeah like, yeah. It's like just a, Rogue. A, a, squadron. a Redux Redux. It's
2: just right. yeah,
0: right. God. A really I mean, nice yeah.
2: looking. Yeah,
0: I mean, if they put half the story that they put into the the game I just played, I mean. It's going to be great, probably not. But, but it doesn't seem like they're going to. I mean,
2: probably not.
0: It seems like a cash grab.
1: Probably. <laughs> <laughs> okay. so we don't know nothing about the game but a trailer, but, but
2: it's probably got was a trailer, but it's got EA on it. It's
1: like
0: fucking I'm, I'm Mr. Speculation here. Sorry, sorry, yeah. Trip. Okay.
1: Let's dive in to what we saw last. God, what even was that? Was that a Thursday? That was last a Thursday. Week. Last Thursday. Yeah. Uh, the PlayStation Five had its big reveal event. Uh, yeah. We saw we saw the console literally mm-hmm. saw a bunch of trailers with a lot of gameplay. We saw uh, you know very Apple esque fancy deep dives into some of the technology and videos and close ups of the gear and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. we finally got uh, everything we wanted to know about the console except, of course, the price. And we're still waiting to hear about that. <laughs> but uh, we know Man. almost all of it. The
2: the news articles about the price are. All over the place, man. I know. Yeah, yeah. I've seen where is as,
0: I've seen as high as where, 750 and as low as where is Jason Schreier's
2: investigative reporting when you need it, apparently. Yeah. yeah, I know. people are saying this thing's gonna be eight hundred dollars. Some former uh consumer uh VP for Microsoft said it'll be no more than four hundred dollars. And I was like, come on, bro. Nah, come on, come on. No more than four hundred dollars, it's <laughs> I think it'll be. I think it'll be. I have no evidence for this. I think it'll be four forty nine, four ninety nine.
0: That's that's my opinion. They gotta have a ninety nine in the price. Consoles don't
1: release. That's the thing. Four forty nine, four ninety
2: nine.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. I'm thinking four ninety nine, five ninety nine. I think it's gonna hit six hundred with tax, at least you know, with American doll hairs. Yep. That's what, that's what the PS3 was, and PS3 had no business being six hundred dollars. No, but the, I read an
0: article. It's funny you said that. I read an article that specifically stated, was it the PS3 or the PS4, where they got they felt that they got like bit by it. Like I can't one of those two consoles. Expensive
2: consoles never do well in the market, right. Historically, doesn't this, mean they can't.
0: No, but I'm saying that this article specifically stated that either the PS3 or the PS4, Sony felt that they got bit by it. Like they publicly stated, we made a mistake on that. That price was too uh, high. The when
2: it came out. Do you, yeah. you
0: remember which one it was?
2: It was the original one because it had
0: it, it the, was the, the PS3 whole, or the PS. Yeah, the original
2: PS3 was 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 six hundred dollars, and the promo for it was the Blu-ray drive. Oh, I see. Yeah, so that much it, one it was presented yeah. as a multi-purpose system. Right, they, they
1: were
0: tra- they're trying two, to package home entertainment too early.
1: Yeah, I mean I think to- it was the right time, but I don't think gamers wanted that at the time right that's you what know? I'm saying home entertainment
0: it being a device be, you know what it's hilarious gamers didn't come to of age yet <laughs> like right now they're marketing to gamers that are our age or my age or whatever who have kids who like the game the game industry is so young that there wasn't a crop of forty year old gamers who were who were like hard money who had money to burn um when that console came out right now there's a crop of 40 you know maybe even 50 probably not 50 but at least 40 something 30 something 20 something and teens all buying right Um, yeah and there wasn't that before there wasn't with the ps3 so maybe now would be the time to aim for a higher price because maybe they would but Then again, they might also.
2: They're much smarter about the presentation. Think about it. The last two console generations were started with companies trying to present consoles as something more than what they became. The PlayStation was a Blu-ray player on top of a gaming experience that, if you remember, had PlayStation Home, a social media experience mm-hmm. as a gaming application. <laughs> right? That was the presentation of the PlayStation 3. Then the following generation, PlayStation learns their lesson and Microsoft comes out and says, our console is a multi-entertainment system that will integrate itself with your cable package Whoever the hell has that anymore.
1: They wanted you to put your HDMI out from your cable box into your yes. Xbox and turn into your that X- box on only in your like, living room. like we used Never to do
2: that. with the VCR like we used to do with. So the VCR, they were like, yeah. hey, let's integrate this and you'll be able to check your TV and whatever the case may be. And even that was at a reasonable price. And console sales dictated that no one was interested in a system that does anything more than what it's supposed to do. Just play games. Fast forward now, what, what is the conversation you're hearing? PlayStation is the core gaming experience, and Xbox is the pinnacle gaming experience. It's just pure games 100% of the time. Like that's the, that's the presentation. And so I, I think you're right that it's they're presenting to a generation of people that historically have burned a lot of money into games
1: that they would be okay burning it
2: now. Right, right. So.
1: So not not definitely- uh let's talk about the uh, the design a little bit guys. Do you do you like it? Are I you it. It? Are we do talking it. about the
0: <laughs> memes created from the design or are we talking about the design?
1: <laughs> the memes are really good. you enjoy it. There's, there's one there's a
0: guy who found a fan like a house fan that just turns
1: <laughs> that mm-hmm.
0: that has the exact same color and the exact same look. Of it, he took a picture of it. It says PlayStation Five. He didn't even have to doctor the photo.
1: Yeah, no, there there have been fantastic memes about the design of this. One of my personal favorites: someone put a PlayStation Two in a white binder, and the white binder is open, and you see, <laughs> and you see the little fold out left and right with the black console in the middle.
2: Uh, Mine is uh, they took the character from Yu Gi Oh and they put his head on top of the system. Oh, uh, with his little pointy they fucking um,
1: pointy. Yeah. Good thing. yep absolutely so uh, yeah.
2: i don't know it's
0: possible that that it might be too tall for the area i've uh, like you've
2: been to my so that's, place that's the big thing yeah. someone put it side by side apparently i don't know how they got a hold of this it is twice as big apparently as a current xbox xbox one like the thin model and it's like, like 12 times the size of a nintendo switch Hmm. In terms of had, what? Height? In terms of just size. Oh, like, just, just like, height is, is just the width of it, because the, the Xbox and the PlayStation were standing upright. right? And it's already enough that the PlayStation has at least another third of height over an, a current Xbox standing up. But with the disc drive, the version with the disc drive, it's fat. Like, it's, it's huge. It's, it's a thick console so, That's the thing for me that like we're now entering an era where game consoles look like
1: PCs. Well, I was talking—I forget who I was talking with, but um, we were talking about just the design aesthetic, right? And I think both the PlayStation or, or is trending this way, and so is the Xbox Series X. People are making their consoles to not be hidden as much as they did in the past. Like people are making technology. To fit into your home aesthetically, in certain ways, and almost make it look like a like something that's supposed to be there next to your TV intentionally, or in the middle of your table. Like think about your your you know Google Homes, your your Apple HomePod, sure. like your Apple TV, your this console, especially like a sleek black version, that would look at home next to like a vase. Uh, the console, like a, a, a HomePod, pad. like you've got all these things that just like don't look that bad next to each other. And they all look like random ambiguous tech, which I think is just like the vibe they're going for, you know, like they're not just boring black boxes anymore. So they're putting a lot of effort into making the thing look catchy, but not too flashy. Just like a little bit of like aesthetically decorating. Do you
0: you remember the onion news network when they did the video Onion news network and the video about what they did the one that was, um, it was, uh, it was like a guy standing up, Side of interviewing people outside of Best Buy, or it mm-hmm. was clearly a Best Buy in the background, but they didn't have the brand. And uh, um, he's like, he's like, I'm really excited to get. And, and the article is, guy buys stupid fucking piece of shit that he doesn't know what to do with. <laughs> stupid <laughs> and like the whole article is like people just going, yeah, I don't even know why I buy this piece of shit it's just fucking here and it's available and i was, and it's big yeah. you know and it's got a lot of like lights on it
2: mm-hmm. <laughs> the uh the uh uh what is it the vp of the uX design team said that the outside of the system the white i don't even know what to call it flaps whatever the hell it sure. is the coat um yeah, <laughs> the outside of the system, I, I actually think that the, the core part of the PlayStation is the internal black piece mm-hmm. that essentially everything else is just a is just a shell so that when they come up with like a collector's edition of whatever get- game. They can slap just a new shell it, on it. Slap a new <laughs> yeah. shell on it, and the inside is the same. And they Probably change the LED to whatever whatever the game. Because they showed the the Miles Morales, which we'll we'll get to in a second, the Spider-Man Miles Morales version is black with red LED. Same yep. interior in terms of that black kind of frame um but the but the outside is 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 now black with the spider-man mm-hmm. logo so the idea is just to, to make it as it, the manufacturing as easy as possible so that every game that they have coming out can have some type of
1: of special edition for it i would agree yeah uh it does look like a little bit of a design aesthetic like it directs the airflow out of there but again that could still be just like reslotted very easily so i think you're dead on about the design aesthetic of this I think the controller, personally, if we're talking about design of the console and the experience, I'm excited about the controller overall. I think it looks nice. I, it looks uh, nice. It feels better. Or it looks like it would feel better. Um, I don't... S- like There's you know things like adaptive triggers, which, you know, finally we're getting on the PlayStation. It'll be nice. The new haptics will be nice. I just hope this leads to a pro-level controller with more input options, the way that Xbox and Microsoft have put out their very well-made pro controller, so we don't have to rely on, like, a scuff, you know? Like flip this that around. Is, look at all the things. Look at all. Look at all of the things. When when Lock and Key got his and brought it to our show. Yeah. I and I felt it. the weight of this thing and like the clicking. This thing of the button. is insanely heavy, dude. This it's, is it's, that's, that's the nicest piece of like of gaming technology that I felt by a primary brand to go along with dude. their console. And I want one for Sony so badly. I sent the uh, the
0: Onion News video link to both of you through text. And it's mm-hmm. it, the article title is Sony releases stupid piece of shit. That doesn't fucking work.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, can we so talk so about fun. games? Cause yeah, I got got a rail. They it, Cause they dropped, they dropped a lot of them. We're not going to go through all of them, obviously. So if you're listening, uh, listening to us later, you know, search online, there's compilations of all the trailers. There's people's favorite lists. Uh, there's a lot of cool, surprises a lot of things you were expecting there's a lot we're going to highlight some of our favorites for sure but um Excellent. don't don't sleep go and check this out there's a lot coming out in the fall for sure at least we've heard about now and i'm sure we'll hear later more later go ahead rockstar why <laughs> oh who's so
0: bad that was so Lie. fucking awful why what the fuck dude why seriously like what the fuck i don't i don't Understand. Talk about reinventing why. the motherfucking cash grab. <laughs> I have
2: never. <laughs> they keep redefining their cra- cash grab. Loving to absolutely despising a game the way I have Grand Theft Auto V.
0: Yeah, won't play it ever. Again. I love
2: Grand Theft Auto 5 and the fact that it is now on. It is. It is at the start
1: of a showcase for a new system. I'm, it it crosses three console generations, which yeah. is, I think has there been any other game that does that that has done that? I don't think so.
2: Not unless Todd Howard decides to take Skyrim and fucking throw it on this bitch. Can you imagine he's on the Xbox? He that? that? I, that's what I was expecting.
1: I was expecting
2: the the Rockstar thing to come up, and then all of a sudden Todd Howard is on the screen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so so, so, clear. Right? so yeah, I'm clear.
0: So I'm clear on the specifics. Oh, so. I, there's a couple of things I'm clear on. The game is yes. releasing as is with some kind of c- claimed digital enhancement, which is total bullshit. Right? That's one my, one. My way.
2: guess is 60 frames, and
1: sure. And is there something 40. where you can earn like? money too, if you keep playing between now and then well, that's just, kind of that's what game. they
0: always do they're like get a million dollars in GTA uh, in game currency in order
1: like I started getting these because I downloaded the game on the epic store when it was free like a week or two ago so they're and really getting, like, notifications like yeah, 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 oh. yeah. Um,
2: but yeah. so it's uh, my assumption is, is 60 frame 4k okay
0: so that's one way it's releasing and then in addition to that they're just going to release as a separate cheaper buy or same price or just the online you can buy a standalone online version of the game
2: Mm-hmm. completely backwards rockstar apparently does not want to do stories anymore they just want, they I, just
0: want. I i agree <laughs> and i've made this statement while playing gta online and i say this about red Dead online that that it is true like that entire side of the game is a is its own game should have probably been its own game because it is um but like t- i don't know man to release that it's
1: a free, money machine at this point you know they're just
0: something's they free it- though what's, what's releasing free i heard free in there there's something that's coming for free what what was being released for free
1: i don't know Did they say uh, you get the copy if you own it like on the, the current generation, I don't
0: know. I don't know the details, but there. I heard that there was going to be something that was going to be available for free.
2: All I know see. is I saw it, and I had an aneurysm when I saw it. Maybe it's it. free to I'm people so who already bought the game on a previous concert. That maybe just, that's. what I saying. I blacked out like a quarter of the show, so
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it did lasting damage. You know,
2: what, it's you know what's a-
0: hilarious, uh, and I, you know, never even thought that this could be like, like a a problem. Um, My friend who's a former passionate GTA online player, Jay Prince, who now Mm -hmm. is a passionate Red Dead online player, among other games. He plays a lot of different games. But like, uh, we were playing Red Dead, and he was going on and on, and he was mentioning to me, he's like, I'm so pissed about this announcement. And I'm like, why? He's like, because all it means is that Rockstar is putting zero effort in the development further of, of Red Dead online. Like, he's like, we've been waiting for more content for Red Dead Online for months, and they're putting their efforts into this uh, fucking 2013 bullshit game uh, that's making them all this money, and I'm pissed as shit about it because I know I'm not going to see Red Dead content for a long fucking time. Um, He's like, they're just putting more and more effort into a game from 2013, and I think that he keeps saying, he's like, I think it's total fucking bullshit what they're doing. Um, because he wants to see them it's no different than the conversation you have with the Bethesda oh, you just released Skyrim again or where's fucking Elder Scrolls 6 you know what i mean like or um with the Kingdom Hearts shit you know like where's our next Kingdom Hearts game you know like you just keep giving us 2.5 of of what you've already been working on um i there was a feature that was data mined in GTA online that I read about a long time ago. It was like one of those articles, clickbait, you click on it, (coughs) where they're like possibility of, of, of GTA 6 or some kind of story content in the future coming to GTA Online. And there was a brilliant concept in that data mine that may come to fruition or something. Maybe they couldn't do it because they realized the current console gen didn't have the power to do it. They were implying that eventually, in order to make GTA 6, You were just going to get an airline ticket in GTA five in the online. In other words, you know, you would go to that airport that's in the game. You would get on a plane and would fly you to another map. And I was like, yeah, just fucking do it that way. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can keep your game going on forever, but all you're doing is just making the world bigger. Right. Just giving us more places to go. And I was like, I'll come back to the game if they ever do that. They're not Mm -hmm. doing that. It doesn't look like they're doing that, or maybe we'll see it this gen. But like, you know, like I just
1: I not care less about. <laughs> so I couldn't care, yeah. About I was just so so, just
2: so frustrated that Sony was like, "Here's the new system." Here you go, something from two thousand thirteen. Oh my god! It. Yeah, I almost. I almost lost it, yeah. and they had the nerve to put like story mode cutscenes in there. I'm like, come right, on, exactly. you're not doing this because people are like, oh man, I really want to play as Michael and Trevor and Franklin all over again. It's nobody yeah. is doing that. Come on, it there's was like-
1: definitely some like executive who saw that it was making them a lot of money, or knows it makes some money, and says, let's at least 100%. tell people the don't worry, you can still play this on the new console. And here is how it's gonna happen. Now that now that you know you can still give us money for this game on the new box you're gonna buy, here's the rest of the things coming up. Yep. Like, that's fine. That's what it is. Or but, or but, or there were three people that's all that's left
0: who haven't bought that game. <laughs> there's like there's three people
2: who are like three random holy accounts.
0: shit. I plan to buy the new PlayStation Five, and I've always wanted to try GTA. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know what statement I've never heard before in my life? Have you heard of this game, Grand Theft Auto? Have you heard of this? Have you heard of this? Never, I've never heard yeah. of this. What is I've this never state? heard of my entire life.
0: Never heard of that game. Fuck.
1: But okay, um, actual favorite game that you saw, Diamond Dead. Oh, bro, I, I can't
2: even. I have one. It's the. It's the. It's Miles. Yeah. Miles Morales DLC expansion, not expansion, full game, whatever the <laughs> hell it is. Apparently Sony and Insomnia can't can agree to to whatever's happening. Um uh so so two comments. One um my I I have to, I have to say this only because uh I I was very intrigued once the trailer started. Mm-hmm. And I could see that it was Miles. I was like, "Holy shit!" I already know they're working on a game based on a couple people that I know that are playtesting things. So I already know that. So what is this experience in particular? And Sony said it is. Uh, it is DLC. And I was like, so- "Sony what? said that." So that's Sony said it was DLC for the for the game originally. That it was, it was just DLC for Spider Man PS4.
0: He Sony said that to
2: your friends who were playtests. Sony, no, Sony announced to everyone.
1: Oh, in an article they, after they, they were interviewed, um, they showed that this was DLC. That this was they, DLC. They also said that it wasn't ambiguous. I mega fucking disagree. But they wanted, <laughs> but they you, to said they wanted you to understand it was a DLC content. They
2: wanted you to understand it was DLC. I immediately. Responded like, ooh, given what's happening in, in 2020, it might not be a good look to relegate this character to like a 40 a minute G- DLC. Yeah, right, exactly. Right? That, that's not a good look. So a day later, Insomniac comes out and says, no, this is a standalone game. Mm. They said it's a standalone game that we were working on within the PS4 Spider-Man engine that we wanted to tell in between two releases. Yeah, and I, I, heard, I heard
0: very similar. Or we probably were reading from the same sources. I heard very similar things. The thing that I, I'm thinking of, though, is both could be right in the sense that they don't have to do a lot of work. In, it's not like they're changing engines. They didn't flip In terms it, of effort, you're right, correct.
2: Right. I don't think much has changed. The whole that city is fucking built. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like so, so immediately after that, Sony comes out and then says it's an expansion. So then they start using a different word from what they were using before, <laughs> which causes Insomniac to then come out again. And they had the most recent article where they akined to Uncharted, the lost legacy that featured Chloe instead of Nathan Drake. Well, to be honest, it is a sh-
0: I played that and that was like a pretty full game. That's its own
2: game. Yeah. It is a shorter game yeah. compared to a Nathan Drake adventure. I think it's only, uh, I think I beat it in eight, nine hours compared to Uncharted, which I can do in about 15 to 20. Yeah. So it is a shorter game, but it's still its own thing. Mm-hmm. So I kind of came to the conclusion that, regardless of the circumstance, one, I think it's amusing that the publisher and the developer are not on the same page as to what to call this thing, <laughs> and two, I I want to applaud Insomniac for committing to what they their original vision in Spider Man on, on the PS4. They they the original vision was you are Peter Parker, but we are introduced Miles exists. In this world, he's a part of this story. We want to continue to use him going forward. Sony uh, Insomniac didn't just decide to include Miles because he's a person of color and just make a game two weeks ago because of what's happening. No, no. they he, This yes, was concrete part of right. their plan. And so to see that they're putting content out for this Spider-Man. Is a big win for me. Uh, you mentioned um, a little earlier trip that like superhero games isn't necessarily up your wheelhouse, but for me, I I I love them and I'm constantly disappointed by them. But this was the first yeah. one that I was like, holy shit! I I'm I'm enjoying every facet of this. Like the old Batman games might be the the only other one, but I've played a ton of like X-Men games and, and like the ultimate Alliance two, and even the most like, no, but they're all experiences that I could be disappointed by. So like, this is the defining one for me. And so to see support, not only from insomniac, but from a, from a publisher to say, we want this to be a staple, like a wheelhouse title for us is a big deal.
0: And it wasn't, it wasn't until um, you got to the third was it three Batman games? Well, the, the, the Arkham Knight. Was that the third one?
2: Uh, technically, it was. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, the fourth was one. On. it was the fourth one. Yeah. Um, but,
0: but the one was an origin story. But the third game, it wasn't until in that story, it wasn't until the third game where we saw the bigger world. Right, mm-hmm. so you got to Arkham Knight, and when you started traveling around the city, of, uh, of Arkham City, you start to see signs for like um, LexCorp, you know, mm-hmm. like, and you started imagining, whoa, these developers either are putting Easter eggs, or they have a possible chance to make a Superman game one day, and that's when all those rumors sparked that 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 company uh, Rocksteady was possibly mm-hmm. working on a Superman game because we saw LexCorp show up. This game did the exact same fucking shit, but not on the third title. It was on the very first title. You traveled around that city. You saw like Dr. Strange's fucking lair. You saw like, uh, you know, the fucking Stark Tower was in the middle of the city and shit. So there were Mm -hmm. all there was this world building that they did that gave you in your head the possibility that they could turn this one game into a franchise of fucking awesome Marvel games like they could
2: have. And and I think the amazing part with that, and, and this is kind of my ultimate point, is like, if you think about Arkham Knight, I remember Arkham Knight being shown on the Microsoft stage. It didn't have Microsoft's logo. It didn't have the it was there to showcase the technology that was available at the time. It was there because there was an agreement between Warner Brothers and this because Middle Earth Shadow of Mordor was up there as well. This game, the publisher, the, 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 the console maker views this game as valuable and is allowing Insomniac to make the game that they want, because historically they've done that. We also saw another game I'm, I'm excited about is Ratchet and Clank. The fact that Ratchet and Clank is coming back for no other reason other than the fact that Insomniac wants to make this game. That's it. No one yep. is going out on the internet and is a pitchforking obsessing for ratchet and clank. But Sony knows that insomniac wants to make this because it's an art style that they love and they feel that it appeals to a large base. And Sony is saying, go make it and we will put it on the front page to to that we trust the vision of what they're putting together together to sell their system so in this day and age and this is where kind of the the crossroads come together in this day and age where miles morales who now has a popular movie as a character under his belt can be introduced to the gaming world and for the gaming world to lose their shit over it and to have the 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 console creator say you're on you're on the front we're putting you we're plastering you all over this thing is a is a big deal and it's it it resonates with me as a fan of the of the character and of the world and all that so it was a big deal for me to see like hey this is his own thing even th- if sony didn't get the the jargon right it was a big deal
0: i mean yeah. i i like to think that uh if all goes well we'll also see him in the cinema so that's what i hope It'd be great. Fingers
2: crossed. But yeah, Spider-Man for me.
0: Felix, what do you think? A Spider-Man's a given, but that's just a game that I already played the original, and I know I definitely want to play mm-hmm. continuation of that story or whatever. Sure. Um, I'm I'm going to mention one that caught me kind of sideways, and then was like, wow, well, I didn't even know this game was being developed because like I had seen like the early stuff for Ghostwire, and you know, I I knew mm-hmm. there was some kind of Spider-Man thing in the works. Honestly, the thing that caught me off guard that I was like, mm, that's fucking weird is the stray game. Like, where he plays a oh, cat yeah. <laughs> yeah. in the future. Yeah. And that takes me back to Tokyo Jungle. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I'm like, there we go. You know, is there a developer, like one guy who made it from the Tokyo Jungle team who made this suggestion? He's like, remember the concept of Tokyo Jungle? Let's just take one animal this time, a cat. He's in the future. All all the humans are gone, and we'll
1: fucking make a whole game. I think out it was of it. literally called Stray. What? I think that was Stray. I think it was literally called Stray. The game, yeah, yeah. That's what I said. Oh, did Stray. you say? The game? Oh, I thought you said that game where you're where you're a cat. Where no, you are. I said. Uh, I no, said no, the, no, no. He said it. He, I yeah, said the yeah, game no,
0: Stray. No. The game where you get to play as a cat. Yeah, that's yeah. what. And but like, it's very post-apocalyptic. I think there was a sign in some of the footage that said the humans are all gone or something like that. Where are you humans or something like that? Um, it's just like a world populated by robots. And then this cat is just running around the just world.
1: Chilling dude. And I, yeah. I think it
0: would be cool if it was open world and I could just, it's a very vertical game where you can climb on a bunch of shit and figure out where stuff is. That would be cool. Cyberpunk
1: X, uh, <laughs> Tokyo.
2: <Journey.
0: laughs> yeah cyberpunk meets tokyo big, jungle i'm excited
2: big fan of this new hello kitty man it's a huge step forward for them
0: <laughs> I think. oh this you're saying this is for the the, the original creators of hello
2: Kitty. the original the original creators of hello kitty comes straight, straight. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: uh, and then you just hear hello kitty <laughs> like some <laughs> kind of fucking robot. Hello, kitty.
2: <laughs> so, shit. Oh fuck. The cat brushes up against someone's I, thought, I, thought, I thought it was a up and it's Keanu Reeves.
0: I got two cats. <laughs> oh, pff. oh man, I love that movie, Keanu. <laughs> I love that fucking movie, dude.
2: There it is. He played full the voice of the everybody. cat in that full circle. Everybody,
0: <laughs> holy, so shit. weird. It was such a weird movie. Um, yeah. So stray, stray. It's a weird concept. Cool.
1: Yeah, uh, I was really excited for Ghostwire Tokyo, and I like seeing more of that, like a new era kind of Bioshock. reminded me, but I think what I have to put ahead of that because I knew that was probably going to be talked about and excited for it. I think Kino gets me very excited. Kino well, was like the, well, was the girl casting all those like magic spells, and like like the grass turned from like dead to living under her feet, oh, and yeah, there was like yeah, yeah 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 like a Pixar movie, but like you had all these like. These abilities and spells to fight multiple enemies. And there was just, there was so much going on. It looked so good. Was it turn based? Do you think? I don't I have no idea. Yeah, they just, know. they just, you know, gameplay trailers, really. Mm-hmm. But Kino, key, or key, Keno, key, K E N O was the title. And that, I think, grabbed my attention the most out of all the trailers they played. Mm. Very excited for that one. But yeah, anything uh, else you have to mention about the, uh, the console?
2: Uh, I. I was originally hoping that, and this is thematically interesting, that like the circumstances with COVID would force organizations to think about the way we take content in differently. So, a really good example is I'm scrolling through Facebook, and I've, I think I've told this story on here before. I'm scrolling through Facebook and I, I pause, and Le Mans was on 24 Hours of Le Mans. I'm watching it. And this is the first time in my very long gaming career that I stopped for a moment and I went, wait a second, what the hell is this? And I looked and it was Gran Trismo. It was just <laughs> it was like the pro series for Gran Turismo. Yeah. People mm-hmm. driving. And my eyes hadn't told my brain that this was a video game. I just assumed that it was yeah,
0: the ra- real life. We've talked about this on the show a couple of times since quarantine started.
2: The racing world immediately embraced video games. Exactly. So for me, my expectation or my hope was that the digital racing scene, especially now that Grand, the, the next Grand Trismo is coming out, is going to explode. I think. I mean, obviously NASCAR is already back in. In. In in i don't whatever racetracks and and a lot of people are now back in the physical kind of era of of sports but like racing was the one that i was like oh this feels like a no-brainer that like the digital experience of racing would be so much more adaptable than say fifa dude it was because like there's such a stark wall between the experience of fifa as a game versus fifa as a uh as as like real life, like it's a very different experience. It was but a Gr- Grand Trismo's this is not the case.
0: Yeah, like the the I don't even think the skill set you use to dribble a ball is the same as what you use to play FIFA as a master player. You know, like you know, it's probably different. No. I mean, yeah,
2: but like but like racing in the digital space, like they have rigs that they sit in that give them tactile feedback based That's on okay. where they're no, driving.
1: It's at that point from driving with all the shit it's, they're sitting.
2: Exactly. All this, all the sensory information they're getting is almost the same. Yeah. So the fact that PlayStation is, is saying, Hey, our new system's coming out and guess what? Brand new grand Turismo is coming out. I'm interested to see if that, that genre of sporting takes a whole life of its own. Now that we've seen it, The public has seen it. Like it's one thing for like racing fans to see it in the corner of Twitch for five thousand people to watch, but eighty thousand people were watching a NASCAR race done digitally. Two hundred thousand people were watching uh, a a European racing circuit done through Gran Turismo. Like it's it's becoming its own thing. So I'm I'm interested to see if that takes takes on a life of its own.
1: Yeah, um, probably in on this fact, but I just wanted to ask, was there a Gran Turismo for PS4? Cuz I don't remember there being one.
2: Uh so there was Gran Turismo Prologue which eventually became like
1: whatever I think it's six is what yeah. that was. Prologue was out on on the PlayStation three though. I remember Prologue that.
2: was the transition, yeah. yeah. They had made yeah. it using tech that they were going to use for the for the future system, but it was a much smaller game.
0: Diamond, which yeah. which racing game is the one that's an
1: exclusive? Uh what Grand Trisman. Grand Trisman's only on the Playstation. Oh, only no, on you're, PlayStation. Oh, okay. You're I thought you're you're also thinking of the Xbox one. They have so uh there's an Forza an, is on, is on yeah, the yeah, Xbox. That's an
0: exclusive to To Xbox,
2: to Uh,
1: Xbox, yeah, got it. I remember Gran uh, Gran Turismo was the first. So they've always been segregated like that. It's okay, Felix. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Gran Turismo was the very first PlayStation game I ever played. When I bought my first PlayStation, which was the PS2, I bought the bundle that had that had a spec in it, and Mm -hmm. I was like, "Holy shit, man! This is so realistic. This game, so much focus on." on physics and, and propulsion and, and I know nothing about cars, but I could feel how realistic all of it was. And I, I played that more than I ever thought that I was going to play it. I just bought the PlayStation that I just found at a store. Like it wasn't any, any more expensive than just a base model. It was like the only bundle they sold didn't even care. I was going to buy it and buy a, a, you know, final fantasy X when it came out, that's all I just wanted the box, you know, and I got it. And I played this racing game because I had it. And I was like, dude, this is mind blowing. So I might actually dip back in and scoop some Gran Turismo for uh, yeah. 5.
2: two other games. I got enough time. Two other games.
1: Sure. Yeah.
2: Uh, Horizon. Oh Ooh. Fuck yeah. Oof. I don't know
1: when we're going to get it, but it's what, what is the official title again?
0: Horizon something West. Forbidden,
2: West. forbidden West forbidden
1: West.
0: Yeah,
1: I heard March 2021. I saw on the Internet today floating
2: around somewhere that would make I mean, I think uh, Zero Dawn came out in March. It came right out around like the Breath of the Wild, Before Breath of the Wild. Yeah. So. Yeah,
0: because I remember we were um, having conversations about the competition between the two
2: and how similar they were. Yeah. Yeah. Still, I, 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 I'm still waiting for the first one to come on PC. So, like, that's. Yeah, that's that's what I'm waiting for. Any day now.
0: The diamond. Did you ever play that DLC
2: for it? No, no, I did not. Oh, I, I, I it's it's a game that I have like. I've Minecraft Diamond pickaxed my way through every <laughs> like once every three months I'll play for an hour. <laughs> I'm in I'm, I'm getting I'm getting further and further along. Um, uh the only other one was and I know it's it's out of left field, but uh Hitman three. I don't know yeah, if, I don't three. know if you guys know the Hitman community the the players that play hitman love hitman and hitman 2 i i stumbled upon like the hitman reddit and it is full of like crazy passionate players that are trying to figure out the the best ways to kill enemies in that game they're throwing suitcases. They're jumping <laughs> off of buildings. They're they're getting people caught in like balloon floats and really just crazy, over the top ways to kill enemies in that game. And I went on to the Reddit, and when that game showed up in the PlayStation showcase, it was as if like New Year's Eve happened. Yeah. People were celebrating like I've never seen a community yeah, but, like this around a game like this before. Do you remember it's
0: how really... betrayed that community felt when? Oh yeah, when hell yeah, When dude. their the development team that did Hitman decided to do um, um, fucking what, what do they call it again? The um, episodic content.
1: Mm-hmm. And they were releasing they these. Tried to break it
2: up into seasons, and people were not having and it.
0: They, wasn't there one where you had to assassinate Gary Busey?
2: You could, yes. Yeah, one of them was like, kill Gary
0: Busey. Like, what the fuck are they doing? It's,
2: it's such a weird community, but it's like. It's like Gary Busey it, reached out and he was like, make, kill them. <laughs> make it's them kill ins- it's insane to me, but like, hit, seeing a Hitman game, I love um, the diversity in the play space. I love the, uh, how how the worlds are built for um uh, replayability: Players can essentially play the same mission, but find twelve different ways to take out their target. Um, and they've just built upon that. Actions have consequences. Like it's really, a, it's a design you don't see very often. Um, I, I equate it to uh, Mordor's Nemesis system without the the NPC. Like take that same concept and just make it the entire game's mechanic where anything you do can come back and bite you in the ass. And so like to, to see it uh, get on a stage at at that point, especially because crystal dynamics has been working, has been working uh, square. Enix has been working uh, with that game for a long time. So like to see it, there's is is real hitman
0: series is published by square. Enix. Yeah. Oh, I never even knew that. Hmm.
2: It actually, I know it was someone might've bought the rights to it. Now that I think about it.
1: Yeah, I don't have a clue, but Yeah, I've never played one of those series, but I saw that trailer and I was like, maybe now's the time. I bought all of them. I bought all of those games. Yeah, they do seem like really fun. Just it's like a puzzle. It's just a puzzle room. But I mean the, the solution is killing someone and just figure out different ways to do it. Yeah.
2: It is IO Interactive. IO Interactive used to be um used to be owned by Sony. It is now or used to be owned by square Enix. It's now a Sony owned property. Oh,
0: hence why they announced it. (laughs) Hence why they
2: announced. (laughs) I, uh, I bought one of them
0: and played. Maybe I played the whole game. I don't fucking know.
2: I just played all of the first one. And then when the second one came out and they announced the episodes is when I stopped playing, I never went back, but people have said, if you go back, it's phenomenal. So I got on this like
0: game kick with mafia stuff. And uh, I don't remember what console I was on. Maybe on the. Mafia 2 did not come out on OG Xbox, right? It came out. on No. Like, so that would have been like 360. 360. So it must have been in my period of time owning a 360. I got on this kick. I bought. Yeah, it definitely was 360. I bought um, a Hitman package with a couple of games that had like three and one. And then I bought um, Godfather 1. Remember that game? And Godfather 2. And then I, I bought Mafia 2, I believe. All those games, all in this like period of like six months. I love how
2: Felix's purchasing styles are thematic. Oh, thinking, yeah. It's super you thematic.
0: Say, you said there was a connection. There's always a theme when I buy stuff. Yeah. I'm like buying all this stuff. You know, right now I'm on a Star Wars. Hysterical, dude. Right. Yeah. Who knows if I'll be on a, a Star Wars kick when that Squadron game comes out? I might not. I might be past it. Never know.
1: But do you hack me to, to play it?
0: Uh yeah. Yeah. I mean, I have to be into that shit at that moment. You know what I mean? Like if I'm not, there's no reason to bother. Um so I'm on this kick and I started playing whatever the first hitman was in this trilogy thing that I bought. And I started playing it, playing, playing it, playing, playing it. Diamond, are you frozen? No. <laughs> I literally thought no, you were no, I'm for not. a second. <laughs> um, anyway, I was playing and playing and playing and playing, playing, and then I moved over to the Godfather game, and it was more like this open world game where you drove around in cars like in GTA. And I lost mm-hmm. interest in Hitman; and never went back and played the Godfather game to full completion. Loved it.
2: And I then said he played Godfather more than <laughs> that game
0: <laughs> taught me more about the Godfather than the original movies. <laughs> <laughs> because it took all of this lore from the godfather and expanded on it and add all these diff- you know the family names that were mentioned in the godfather in passing the other families the ones that were fighting against the the um help me out I forgot the fucking Corleone family Corleone yeah, I was- family I got it I caught up no you're talking about the godfather But we're at an hour and
1: 45 minutes okay I'm <laughs> almost done
0: uh <laughs> <laughs> but it expanded on the lore of the other families. I loved it. Anyway, I'm done. I'll stop. I'll tell <laughs> you, so man, I'll just fucking shut up.
2: There's no way to test the, the commitment of a chat that two hours into a podcast talk show deciding you want to dive into Godfather lore <laughs> of all.
0: It's so was, true. I wasn't dude. I wasn't, fucking, I wasn't de- totally derailing? I don't... Yeah, it was.
1: is uh, uh, usually do this, but because one of our hosts is in the chat, we're going to uh, bring up uh, a little mini-discussion on Pragmata. He wants to hear our thoughts about Pragmata. Do you guys remember this trailer? This is the one with, like, this the is space...
2: The, uh, this is
1: the astronaut walking through Times Square and... Yeah. Okay. I don't know if I, I watched feel, that one. I feel like I, the minute that I saw Death Stranding, which was like, the fuck is anything mean? And then you skip. Know, you know, you know what Death Stranding
2: taught me? If if immediately right off the bat, if you're hitting me with some type of nuanced, like deep level shit, I'll wait until you show me gameplay. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, like I'm not I'm not yeah. interested in
1: in your yeah
0: because your general uh, your general opinion of it you didn't like the game.
1: I, I just, there's not enough to know anything at this point. No, I'm saying and the you,
0: ultimate result was. You, you watched the trailer, you were interested, and then you played Death Stranding, and you didn't
2: enjoy it, or you did no i they showed me i i started watching the trailer i didn't know what it was, so i didn't care, therefore, when it came out, I still didn't care, even though when I played oh, it I, I
0: enjoyed it i see i see i see
2: so anytime i'm I'm approached with some type of nuanced like Guillermo del Toro esque, like really artistic. So, like a, a better example, Xbox uh, showcase. They did a um, trailer for this game coming out called The Medium, which is like this person that can, that obviously, they're a medium. They can commune with the, all both planes of existence, and it was portraying itself in this very interesting way. And then I realized it was a CG trailer and checked out. Yeah. So. Pragmata didn't do much for me because I I was like, okay,
1: this is funky. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'll wait until they, they, they co-opt the, the Death Stranding vibe, and I'm going to wait to see literally anything more. Um, but I was excited for Resident Evil 8. That was a slow roll, and that got me fucking excited as shit. I'm
2: oh. intrigued. They've taken Chris Redfield, and they've made him something. I don't, I don't
0: I'm recognize say, him anymore.
1: Like, heroic, yeah. I totally 100% awesome.
0: I don't think I want to play Resident Evil in first person. First
1: person. I love Seven. See, I'm I the flip. I love Seven, dude. I was scared yeah. out of my mind. But I loved Seven so much.
2: Huh. Loved it. Yeah, Resident Evil Six ruined the third person experience for me. I, I, oh, I just yeah. I didn't like Six so
1: much. So, but
2: then they did Seven, and it was just play. it was so, a such a piece
1: garbage on fire. So it's all right. We can just forget it exists. What? Six. Six. Oh, Six? Oh, Six.
2: Oh, yeah. Seven is like, uh, I, I always want to like the Outlast games, like the scary Outlast games, but they don't give you guns, so I don't play them. <laughs> <laughs> True. Like, the True. moment they were like, oh, here's Outlast. You can walk around with a camcorder. I was like, no. Yeah.
1: No. So no, all I, I
2: do is watch. Not it's interested. Yeah. Microsoft was like, we'll give this to you as part of your game pass. And I was like, No, No, I don't want it. I'm going to go play Resident Evil. Ethan is walking around with a pump-action shotgun blasting people's faces off. I'll take that. I feel like
1: I'll do a replay this Halloween. Surprisingly. Yeah, I love that game, but now I'm like, I'm ready, I think. Yeah, I don't recognize uh,
2: Chris Redfield in there, so he's he's a favorite character of mine, so he's turned in. He looks uh, questionable.
1: The way the trailer started, it looked it, it had Resident Evil vibes a little bit, but it looked very much like ambiguous horror game in a mansion. And also, like for some reason, it reminded me of Devil May Cry. And I was like, I'm not sure what we're actually seeing. I thought seeing.
2: it was Bloodborne 2, to be honest. That was also At possible. The start, oh, I was like, oh, oh this
1: is, yeah. this is then, Bloodborne 2. And then all of
2: a sudden, Ethan was yeah. was talking. And I was like, what is happening? What is mm-hmm. going on here? Yeah. Village. Yeah, yeah. that's what it's called. I'm right. also, yeah, I'm not a fan of them... Shaping titles around words that have oh. sharp lines, <laughs> in them so they can use
1: <laughs> graphic design is my passion.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I guarantee you, someone's like the next game uh, is going to be called Village. It has a V and and uh, three sharp lines, so I can make the eight yeah. out I mean, of it it's see- I- it
0: seems to uh, also call up, conjure up M Night.
1: It's a horror game. Yes,
2: I like to I like to tell myself that they came up with the title before they designed the world
1: yeah right <laughs> Just Resident Evil 9, nine is going to be a felix, and then you'll be the' you'll be oh
2: yeah it's got to be <laughs> i x it's gonna yeah. be um uh, what, uh i need an ominous word with the letter
1: x in it yeah you could do helix like Ooh. the like the way that movies made the uh the virus and make the make the i out of the l
2: little little dna strand oh yeah oh no i x yeah right at the end okay there you go Resident Evil nine Residual Helix is what yeah. it would be called. There it is. Helix You heard it here first. It's gonna take place in a city. It's gonna look super sci-fi. It's did you just say
0: up. Helix hergood?
2: I did.
1: <laughs> I did. Uh, Well, uh, I got nothing else for tonight, guys. You guys I got anything? None. I'm I'm tapped out I'm tapped out, bro. Yeah. I'm gonna go watch The Godfather. <laughs>
0: You know the best way to watch The Godfather? It's called is it the, the It's called the Godfather Saga.
1: That fucking popped me, dude! Wow. It was a
0: re-release of Godfather One and Two, edited uh-huh. in chronological order. That was released as a miniseries in 1977.
1: I will never watch that.
0: I did. It's seven hours long, and I watched it in two days, two sittings, three and a half, and then three and a half. I never watch that. Godfather Saga is the best way to watch the first two Godfather movies. Fuck the third.
2: Felix has, If Felix has the Bife look, he should do Bife lore videos for the Godfather. <laughs> I would watch that. I, <laughs> I would 100% fair.
1: fire that up.
2: <laughs> Let's yeah. go. Your-
0: Kevin Oates says, here we go again.
1: <laughs> I'm going right. to shut the fuck up. I'm done. All right, guys. Well, thanks for listening. This is the Emerging Gamer Podcast episode 255. We're somehow still doing the show. Um, I'm Trip Zero. We got our host, Felix Hergood, right here. And uh, Diamond Jab, our guest. Diamond, thank you for being here, man. Thank you always. Thank you for having me, as always. Good talks. Good hangs. Uh, Like I said, I'm Trip Zero. You guys can find me on Trip uh, Zero TV on literally every social platform ever. Trip Zero TV. Easy to find. And I stream Mondays, Tuesdays and Thursday nights 7 to 11 on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash Trip Zero TV. Mm. Who next?
2: Mm. uh anyway. My name is my name is Diamond Jab. Uh, You can catch me uh, Twitter, Instagram, twitch.tv forward slash Diamond Jab. I stream Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, 7 p.m. to midnight. Uh, And then uh, I will always have a new YouTube video on Friday. I mentioned a little earlier, the YouTube video this week is going to be our review for disintegration from V1 Interactive and um, Private Division. Uh, and then, uh, next week we are going to be playing a game called Waylanders, uh, which is an early access and early access RPG, uh, from a bunch of the developers from, uh, Bioware and Telltale. Uh, a a lot of people have akin it to like a Dragon Age origins. So we're going to check that out. It's currently in early access, but that'll, that's what will be on the channel next week. So yeah, everywhere at Diamond Jab. And uh, I'm
0: at Felix Hergood, Twitch, and Mixer. I go live to both of them simultaneously, so follow me on either. Um, it's still one community when when I go live. Uh, this Friday, my birthday, my birthday stream, uh, I will be streaming The Last of Us 2, which comes out on my birthday. Hell yeah. So yet. I'm, I mean, anyone who doesn't want spoilers, don't come watch me. But if you don't care, come on in. Check it out. Um, and I'm also I also stream other games, um, but I think my next official stream is Friday. Um, I don't think I'm streaming tomorrow, so definitely Friday, and pr- maybe on Saturday as well. I I don't know. I don't know where I'll be, but um, yeah, check it out. Cool. All right, guys,
1: thanks for listening, and we will talk see you. you next week. Yeah, talk to you soon, we'll
0: see you guys. Welcome, everybody, to episode 255 of the Emergent Gamer Podcast. My name is... I just went in with my fucking name. I did not do the humility order at all. This is the Emergent Gamer Podcast. Our guest tonight is... Wait,
1: can I hear him? is your mic on diamond yes you just never order. said no. what the order was gonna be we're doing this again felix we're doing this again it'll be fine it'll be fine
0: <laughs> i'm felix hergood our say guest tonight is, uh, our guest tonight is diamond jack no, shut
1: up shut up Go back. what's going on everybody start, start, no start from scratch start from scratch do the intro again oh, all the way again okay but say your name say who's talking you're right. You're
0: allowed to say your name. I got confused. I thought I was doing the humility. Order. That's what I was thrown off by. Okay, it's okay. Yeah, it's okay. Confused. Holy it doesn't goodness. make sense to do the humility order. We're not. Hum- <laughs> we're
1: not humble at all. Our right. people are really confused. And you know, if Felix say your name, and then you can call out who you want to introduce. Be like, and I'm with. Okay. Diamond got Jam. it.
0: Got it. Got it. Got it. whatever. I can do. You this know.
1: Perfect. <laughs> <laughs>